Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. This is Super Action Bros podcast. Talk about movies with explosions and car chases and Keanu Reeves punching a girl in the neck because she's got a demon in there, punching a demon in the face through a girl's neck. That sounds like a Keanu Reeves move. It's absolutely something he did in this movie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the month of October. I'm Ryan and I'm Ian. Welcome to Super Action Bros. This is the spookiest month of the year. Ooh. And so here at Super Action Bros, we tend to, uh, during the spookiest month of the year, watch some uh, spoopy, spoopy action movies. So some things that are have the darker side of things in it. Uh, so this, of course, as you are returning fans know, is Monster Mash Monthtober. Uh, but we're going to have to call it three. So we'll call it Monster Mash Monthtober. And we'll use the most overused cliche of any movie after ever. Resurrection. So Monster Math Month October three. Yes. Resurrection. And the reason we call it Resurrection is there's going to be some new movies that we haven't seen before. But mostly at the mostly at the front and the end of the month. But the sandwich of the middle is all movies we've watched before. But maybe the sequel versions of some of those movies, or the so. sequel sequels, the se- or the sequels, to the sequels, the sequel, threequels as yes. they call them. Some of them, yes. In fact. Yes, two two of them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but this Ooh time boy. we watched. Uh, we were kind of transitioning from the comic book month into into the horror month. So we watched a movie called Constantine, based on yeah. the Vertigo comics character John Constantine. 
sort of. Uh, so uh, before we get into Constantine, though, uh, we want to let you guys know you can reach out to our show if you want to become involved and say, hey, I like your reviews or hey, watch this movie. You can do that by going to uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com, clicking on the Super Action Bros artwork, uh, and it'll take you to a page where you can listen to the show. You can uh, actually subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and Letterboxd, which is a uh, movie review social media site. Uh, so letterboxd.com, you can sign up there or get the app for your iOS device. Uh, you can also follow us individually on Twitter by clicking on our pictures. Uh, but if you want to do that right now, you can follow me, Ian, at, at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter too, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also email the show by clicking the contact us button on the very front page and selecting our show from the little drop down menu, filling out the form and sending us an email. We like getting those. So I love them. that is how you can do uh, reach out to us all at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Ryan Constantine. I have never seen this movie before. Oh, really? I am aware of Constantine, and you I had heard, seen this before. I had heard it was so. Really? I heard it was so bad that it's, if I like the comics, I should not watch it. I so it's interesting. This is we we sort of time this perfectly. We're coming off more Miller month, yeah. where where the movies were slavishly devoted to the comics upon which they're based. Pretty much, and yeah. This movie is not at all. At all. This movie, I'll be honest. They, my, my brief review of this movie is. It probably would have been better had it had the main character not been called John, John Constantine. Constantine. And that if they was, called him Willie Jackson. That was that was <laughs> the, a lot of the reviews at the time. Yeah. It was basically like, well, I mean, if you if you kind of ignore the comics, then it's good. It, I and, wouldn't say it's good. I'd say it's, it's serviceable. It, it works. But it, this was this was in two thousand five. So this was sort of before all of those more Miller movie month uh, more Miller movies that we watched last month. So yeah. it was it was kind of before Hollywood realized, oh, if we just, you know, use comic books as storyboards, then then the nerds is gonna love it. They were just they were more about kind of just cashing in. This is during kind of the resurgence. This and you can tell because this movie is not sure if it's a comic book movie, yeah, or if it's or if it's what I like to refer to as angels and demons action movies. Now I know people are gonna be like, "What's an angel?" You're thinking. And demons you're thinking. I know. Movie? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that John Travolta movie, no, Michael. No, Ryan, it didn't work off Mike, and it's not working on. <laughs> You're thinking, you're thinking, oh, that Meg Ryan movie, City of Angels. No, I'm Nick thinking Cage. movies. I'm thinking movies like, um, like End of Days. Okay. Or uh, what's it called? The Ninth Seal, the Ninth Gate. What is Ninth. the one with with Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah. That one, like stuff where it's like Satan's coming back, and it's like, mm. and uh, and there's gonna be some guy with a crisis of faith, and he has to, and they all have, and even this one is, is included. Have this kind of like amber orange hue to them Yeah, everything's really kind of orange kind of like fo- like hell flame like th- there's other movies I, mean, I would even argue i mean well no i would i wouldn't say the the, the da vinci code ones are but you know but like they, but they kind of they kind of they, they flirt with it they it. flirt with it but you can tell you know those movies that have like the angels demons fighting each other type movie there's what's that one with paul bettany legion oh yeah sure. they all have that kind of like there's these angels and demons like fighting each other movies, and this is one of them. Um, even though kind of, but you know when people like, and you can tell too. There's like the people sprouting wings. Yeah, Somebody yeah. has like like it's almost like it's almost like Dogma like, became a parody of those before before yeah, those yeah. movies existed. It's, it's, it's like kind it's like of people like, saw Dogma and they're like. Oh, what if we did that? Uh, like if we did that real, for real like hardcore, like, like action, like with guts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this movie is is a product of that, yeah, uh, oh, that sort of thing. Is. So, uh, Ryan, who made this? Uh, so, funny story. So, originally, so this was a movie that um, this is this is one of those movies where 
Hollywood, oh, no. Hollywood makes things happen. Okay, good. Um, it says comic book. Thank sure. God it doesn't say. I was looking yeah, at the writing so, credits. I'm like, that yeah, person funny. better not the, have written the, the writing. Movie. The writing credits are given to people who worked on uh, the character John Constantine. And the movie was originally going to be called Hellblazer, but it came out too close to Hellboy. So yeah. they decided not to call uh, it Hellblazer. Much um, much like the the problem with the comic, which is that it came, it was originally going to be called Hellraiser, yeah. but it became to came out too close to, to the, movie the movie and Hellraiser. Book of, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, so so Hellblazer. So this was a the, this was a studio picture, and the studio financed it and everything like that. So mm. originally, the first director attached to it was was Tarsim Singh, the guy oh, who made the God. Cell. Oh God. And oh God. Not the Cell. Have you ever watched the Cell? No, but guess who was going to star in Tarsim Singh's version of Constantine? <laughs> And I could see the the leftover remnants of Tarsim saying, "Now you, you think about you God, who's going to be Constantine, Nicholas Cage." Oh God! I guess we should count our lucky stars. We got Keanu, right? I, I feel like Keanu was is definitely a big step up from Nicholas Cage. Yeah, but I could see the leftover remnants of Tarsim. Sure. Oh yeah, if yeah. You watch no, no, the, he has a very distinct to, visual you don't style. You need to watch the cell. I've seen just, shots of the just cell. Just watch yeah, the yeah. trailer for the cell. And, and, and yeah. Oh God. So so it's 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 a it's a very arty movie and this movie is yeah but it, but tries, it tries to be the cell tries to be so arty like look look subtext look at me look at me like that's how the movie is it's really yeah. not so credited good. for writing this movie are two people Kevin Broadbin uh, who hasn't written really much else he wrote the Glimmer Man the uh, one of one of Steven Seagal's worst movies, uh, and and the other writing credit is Frank A. Capello, who among other things wrote Suburban Commando, the Hulk Hogan movie where he is an alien from another planet who That's lands one in the of suburbs. The greatest, have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, oh yeah. It has. It, I, I'm, I'm going to give another free internet shout out, like I do every episode, uh, to the Nostalgia Critic, one of my favorite internet reviewers. He, he actually did a whole thing about the cell. It's really good. But I mean, he it turns out, it turns out in real life, Hulk Hogan is a Piece of garbage, one of that's one of my favorite lines ever, and he says, "Try it in normal everyday speech," which is they're in an argument. It's it's Christopher Lloyd and, and Hulk Hogan in an argument, and at one point Christopher Lloyd just says, "Because <laughs> he because he got frozen with a freeze gun." Oh, yeah. He just goes, "I was frozen today." Yeah, that actually used to be something we'd shout at each other in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Like okay, uh, in middle school because it works. It works so great, especially if you're in a real fight. Like if you and your wife ever get in a fight, which I know you don't normally, but if you ever no, get in a fight no. and you just want it to end. And it's escalating. Just yell, I was frozen today and look serious on your face and see what happens. Yep. I've tried it. It works. <laughs> so like, what does that mean? <laughs> so the director of this movie is Francis Lawrence. Yes. He is well known from di- for directing the Men in Black music video. <laughs> Again, with the music video directors. Uh, this is actually about. his this is actually his feature film debut. I'm sorry. After this, he went on to direct I Am Legend. Really? Okay. So he's, uh, he's, so he, he's had he's, he's, he this also the the, the world directed a uh, oh, a romance hu- movie called Water for Elephants, and then every the Hunger, Hunger Games, Games movie, movie but the first one. Okay. Uh, so he's you know he makes some movies. He's now um, he's now in demand because those Hunger Games movies just made so much money. So yeah, he did so a much. lot of music music videos. Yeah. So music video directors in two thousands were. The directors, this is when Mark Romanek and Spike mm-hmm. Jones and Michelle Gondry all were were starting to direct more. Chris Cunningham and and there and so so if you were a studio and you wanted to make a cool looking movie, you'd find a mu- music video director who hadn't directed a movie yet and say, "Hey, here's a bucket load of nickels. Mm-hmm. Go make you a movie." So this movie's got some people in it. It right? does actually. It's got a. Uh, it's got, of course, the lead character is John Constantine, which I will say. I'm very impressed throughout the entire movie. They did call him John for a major- majority of it yeah. and not Constantine. 
I, uh, again, I feel like this is this is a John Constantine movie, really in name only. Yeah, but okay, there's but one, it's also like there's if, there's one moment in this movie where John Constantine shines through. There's oh yeah, one moment it's, that it's legitimately makes me laugh. Bit. But it's well, like, well, are we talking about the same bit? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. Okay. But I I'm, I want to say like Keanu Reeves is like if you if you were writing if you were a guy who was making a joke about oh they're going to make a Constantine movie but they're hollywoodizing it Keanu Reeves is where you'd end up yeah i i i took immediate issue with with Keanu Reeves and it's not that and this is Keanu fresh off the matrix yeah i know like it's this very, is his very this clear. is his it's abundantly clear this is his next movie after matrix revolutions yeah. that poor soul and um and it's very clear in this movie, by the way, also that like they they don't know the character of John Constantine, even so much as they're like, well, the black black really works well for Keanu, so he's not going to be blonde, he's not going to have five o'clock shadow, he's going to have a black jacket, a black tie, yeah, and at least they at least they kind kept, of disheveled. At least they kept him smoking, which yeah. I'm like, I will say that's a very important part of the character. But they didn't give him like the I don't know they they, yeah, like, they have a payoff for the smoking yeah, bit yeah well and that's that's where the best that's where it's right before that that the best yeah, bit yeah. Has been. Uh, okay, okay we're good. talking about the same so part. we're talking about the same bit that's the only part I'm like that's John Constantine yeah. like right there but but I mean if you're if you're unfamiliar with the comic book version of John Constantine he was based off of Sting yes uh, visually yeah. and he's essentially like a British punk from the early 1980s who instead of getting really into putting safety pins through parts of his body he got into mysticism he, he got into the occult. Yeah, and but he, he hates everybody. Yeah, he also doesn't have a gun that looks like a cross either. No, no. He also just he has ma- he has some some magically uh, spiritual powers. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about we could talk about the way uh, DC handles the occult and mystical powers versus the way Marvel does. For instance, the way Marvel does is Doctor Strange, which you'll see soon. Yeah, and and essentially. In Marvel and Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme of the Marvel Universe. You could go on a limb and say that John Constantine is the Sorcerer Supreme of the DC Universe. Yeah, I would say he's the most like like. But human. in the but in the DC Universe, Lucifer is a comic book character. Yeah. So is Death. Yeah. Like they are characters. They're not like yes. Like in the Marvel Universe, that there's not even like the those characters don't necessarily exist the same that they do in the dc no universe. they're more they're more they're more it's, they're more playful there's like there's not a there's not a, a de- I, at least not that i can and maybe in the marvel aficionados who listen to our show also listen to four but, it, but in, ter- in terms of generally out. there's not no. the marvel devil but there well, is there's, the there's DC like devil. blackheart and mephisto yeah but right like, but they're not like the de- actual the, the devil. devil yeah they don't call him satan or yeah. the devil and, or and, Lucifer. and i mean part of that we have uh we have neil gaiman to blame yeah. Uh, for Marvel, for DC's handling of all that stuff. Hey, but, I'd I'd prefer DC's handling of all that stuff. Yeah. I, I I like I like Sandman. I like Dream. I like I like I like. Death. No, no, it's great. It's just it's just you know if you're used to the Marvel way of doing things, it's different. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the other people in this movie. Okay, so we had John. So overall, as performance wise, I think he's key, playing Keanu as, as yeah. Keanu mostly does. Um, but there's one moment which we'll talk about later. One shining feel, moment where like John he plays Constantine a, a pretty good. He doesn't do a bad job. He does pretty. He does. He does Keanu. He does I his really Keanu. I like thing. Keanu. I do too. I like it when he plays Keanu as an action guy. And there's certain movies where it works and certain movies where it doesn't. I think this is like a 50 50. I'd say this is like a C performance. Sure. Uh, movies where it does work. John Wick. Movies where it doesn't work. Um, Matrix Reloaded. 
I don't know. Matrix, I don't know. Matrix, Matrix Evolution. Evolution. All right. We'll Matrix get that. We'll get the Matrix uh, at some we have, point. We have Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss, of course, returning. Uh, we might see her again later this month. Oh. Um, returning uh, from a, our second time or third time on our show, I think. Yeah. Um, she's, she's great. Perfectly cromulent. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like, she's fine. Yeah, she plays a she plays a cop who has some complexities and stuff. She's yeah. fine. That's the thing. Like none of the characters in this nothing movie in this have movie, any depth. Nothing in this movie stands out. Even an amazing um, a woman who is and I'm not talking about Rachel Weisz. I sorry, know you're talking about. But a woman who's an amazing actress does not stand out in this yeah. movie. So she, I mean, but Rachel Weisz is she's perfectly cromulent. She plays yeah. sort of a you know she plays a cop and she's not too copy. No, eh, she's just sort of like eh. Every and that's the thing. I think I think she's meant could, to represent. She's meant to represent the audience, Ryan. Because I we're know. new to this world, yep. just as she is. Hey, audience surrogate. Hey, uh, so speaking of audience surrogates, we also have Shia LaBeouf. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is this is Shia oh, LaBeouf. Oh, boy, do we ever. This Fresh is, off even Stevens, this right? Is, this is immediately after iRobot. Oh, so okay. this is Shia LaBeouf playing the, the wacky interloper, yeah. the, the sidekick. This is like all just practice for Transformers. Yeah, basically. That's all this is. Every single role here is just practice or transform. The fast talking, and he plays Shia LaBeouf. He plays like, Shia it's LaBeouf. It's really just Shia LaBeouf and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you ever wanted to see a movie where Shia LaBeouf and Keanu Reeves run around LA fighting demons, this is it. Yeah, there although he go. doesn't do as much of the He demon doesn't fight. do a whole lot of that, and then. <laughs> when he does, and then he dies pretty quick. Dies like a punk. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, let's see who else do we have. We, we have, got Juman uh, Digimon Hansu yes. as Doctor as Papa Midnight. We saw him. Who just is a canonical DC character? Uh, we just saw him recently in uh, another movie. We he watched was in, in the uh, show. Fast Seven. He's one of the. Oh, he's, he was like one of the bad guys in the Fast yeah, yeah. In, in the Seventh Fast and the Furious movie. He's also probably most well known now. He has a lot uh, more for personality Guardi- for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yes, is what he's most well known yeah, yeah. for. People would recommend recognize him from that. Yeah, but I, he's great. Oh, he's, uh, he's in he's, that new Tarzan movie. Huh? Yeah, oh, uh, he's in. He's getting more work. Yeah, he plays Papa Midnight, who is the canonical DC character who um, actually eventually takes over the role of uh, basically oh Sorcerer Supreme. Oh my god! Sort of. Why did I? I'm looking at the cast list, and now I recognize. Did you? Did you not? Anyway, I didn't recognize. It, if you're, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a Marvel fan, um, is it, is I'm gonna it, tell Matt because he watched it with is me. Is his name Brother Voodoo? What's the the Marvel uh, guy who's there's a there's there's basically an almost identical character on the Marvel side of the universe well, who is who is sort of vaguely voodoo santeria related but also a sorcerer and that's who pop him in that he runs in this movie all that matters is that he runs a bar where angels and demons can hang out and nobody's allowed to fight yeah well see they never okay and that's the other problem nobody's we'll supposed get there. to fight. We'll, we'll get there well i'm just going to re- mention the word now and i want to bring it up later the whole half breeds thing is never quite no explained fully. it's never explained at all. um so i didn't recognize this guy all right and it's making me angry because okay. now i see him and i go that's where i know you from you okay. suck so much <laughs> i didn't recognize that was gavin rossdale oh yep yeah the, i was just, i felt the, like i felt like they're like erstwhile husband of gwen stefani yeah i felt like they re- erstwhile lead singer you know who i felt like they wanted but they that, couldn't get who jude law <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Because look how he's dressed, yeah. and look how his hair he is looks back. Like Jude Law. They tried to make him look like Jude Law. Yeah, and I was like, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow him because Matt watched it with me, and he, I'm gonna blow Matt. Lead singer like, of Bush, was, Gavin yeah. Rossdale. I'm like, I'm gonna blow Matt's mind and be like, oh, he that didn't was get Gavin that? Ross. Oh, Neither no, of us did. My wife did. Neither of us did. I was like, it's why weird. does he look familiar? He just looks like a poor. And I just, I just chalked it up to he looks like a poor man's Jude Law. That's yeah. why. Let's move forward. 
Sure. Um, uh, Max Baker as Beeman. He was in several of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, if that helps. Uh, he's also on the movie The Island. He was in Hail Caesar just recently. Um, Pruitt Taylor Vince, the guy who plays the priest, I've seen in just a grip of movies. Yeah. Uh, Natural, Natural Born, Born Killers. Killers. Yeah, yeah. He's in tons of stuff. Um, yeah, Gavin Rosdale. Uh, and then Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is in this movie. So this might have been the first movie that I saw as a as a young man um, in the movie theater. As and a man, Lady Angel. This was the first time I toss, saw Tilda Swinton in a movie. And I was like, who is that? Is that David Bowie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tilda Swinton plays basically an angel. And so the whole androgynous things works very well in that aspect. Yeah. Um, and she, she plays it pretty evil. She looks more feminine though. Feminine in this. Than in a lot the of first scene, she looks more more dudely. But at the very end, she's yeah, definitely more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also and and I love him as this. Uh, but Peter Stormare, I love Peter Stormare because he's such a weirdo. And so, like, you can't ever cast him in a normal role. But when you cast him as like a water gypsy in Nacho Libre, or as Lucifer in this movie, or perhaps a nihilist that will cut off your Johnson. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's perfect because he's. I'm such surprised a, that's not the first yeah, thing you jumped that, to. Yeah, that's too obvious. I was so excited when I saw him go on the screen. I was like, "Oh, is he going to cut off John Constantine Johnson?" I I love Peter Lingenberry Pancake. He plays he plays such a like he's. If I was if I was casting a movie and I needed to cast Satan, I would I would try again to cast he Peter is, Stormare oh, because he he's is, so weird and creepy. He it's, does a great job. I was so he's excited. Perfectly when he strange. Up. I was like, all right, who's going to do this? He's been in um he's been in some other movies we've uh, that you've he's definitely been in some movies you've seen. Yeah, yeah. Big Lebowski, uh, what we reference, he's in Nacho Libre. Fargo, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right, he's in the Lost World. Yeah, he's the one who messes with the compies. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's that guy. <laughs> Alex, I guess he also did the voice in the Jurassic World video game. Yeah, huh. of course he did. There you go. Um he's in a lot of video game work. He's he's got a recognizable face. Like you know this guy. When you see him, you'll be like, I know that guy. Oh, it's that guy is what you're gonna yep. say. Yeah, it looks like he looks like he, looks like he might this... lo- hey, looking through the filmography, he might be coming back later this month. He was uh Count Vertigo on Arrow? Yes, he was actually. Yes. He was the uh, uh yeah, he was a Count Vertigo. There's two Count Vertigos oh, okay. on Arrow. He was there the was like a young one. crazy one, and then there, he was the one that was more in line with the Count, Count Vertigo of the comic where he's trying to like murder the yeah. Anyway, right. doesn't matter. But Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare's great. Oh man, he's so good. He's, that's he, that's like him and Tilda Swinton. Like that's perfect casting. Yes. Like say what you will about the rest of the casting in this movie. Those two on point. Well done. Well done. Well, very very well casted. Um, besides that, we've got Jose Zuniga, um, who plays a detective, and I recognize him because he plays a detective on CSI. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's that's the guy from CSI. I'm pretty confident that he's on CSI. But now I'm not sure, and now I feel bad that I'm getting confused with someone else. <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> there's, 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 on person there's nobody else that is of any real consequence uh, in this movie that oh, I. Oh, he's on Castle. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. And Law and Order. Nope. Yes, he is. CSI. Okay, Twelve episodes. There you go. All right. I'm not crazy. Um. So yeah. And other than that, though, nobody of real consequence. Yeah. No. Um. It, interestingly enough. Um. Michelle Monaghan is in this movie for a split second, and she was re- originally a character from the comics uh, L, who is uh, John Constantine's sort of demon paramour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they cut all her scenes. Ah, gotcha. And okay. so she's just there for a second. Gotcha. You're like, oh, it's Michelle Monaghan. Well, <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, because I don't know how. I mean, I've read a couple of Hellblazer books, but I don't know how how crazy they follow them. I don't no, think yeah. there's a Shia LaBeouf in the comics. No, no, there's totally not. There's definitely no. Not really, a, the only characters we're talking we like. Yeah, there's Lucifer. Like, yeah, there's there's sort of a Gabriel. There's various levels of angels and demons. There's definitely Papa Midnight and Constantine. That's all we yeah, get. That's pretty much what we get. So, Ryan, let's talk about the uh, the MacGuffin of this film. Sure. <laughs> Uh, every movie. The Earth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no. We, when we talk about action movies, uh, we we reference an old Alfred Hitchcock term. It's a uh, it means the thing that everybody's trying to get the MacGuffin. It, it's it's yeah. you know it, we use it real loosely though. It makes here. us feel fancy like we're talking about high like, art, like even we though know, we're not. Like we know what we're talking. Sometimes about. we talk about high art, like the Seven Samurai, but sometimes we talk about Constantine, like yeah. tonight. You know, I saw this movie for free. I did too. There was a <laughs> <laughs> no in the movie theater. Oh no, I was in college and, and there was like a free screening of a movie, and I was in the target demographic, so yeah. I got a ticket and we saw it. And we're like, well, I've seen I saw, that movie. I saw, I've seen movies like that before. I saw yeah. Hamlet too, like that. Great, <laughs> Hamlet too is funny. It's also how I saw Envy. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. There was, I just got invited to one of those, but I didn't see what it Where's was. Where's the poo go? Um, <laughs> so so in this movie. I'd say it is, well, I mean, there's actually sort of a classic MacGuffin in that it's the devil's son Mammon trying to get back on the material plane. Or as I called him, because that name's dumb, Gary. That's <laughs> yeah, just about as good. <laughs> Maybe Matt. Can we, call, it, can we call him the devil's son Mondo, like the, 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 like the squeeze it knockoff drink that was from the 90s? Oh, man, those were so good, though. <laughs> well. And then the lid turned into a little airplane. <laughs> that's right. I wasn't the only one who thought that. Yeah, hey, yeah, look at that. So and cool. you could have like different ones. With yeah, the yeah blue. Pods. Blue obviously is the best. Flavor. I don't think Squeeze It still exists anymore, do they? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Those plastic. The kind of, why would why would any parent let their their children drink drink? Because the children juice water. Because the children fall down in the in the in the <laughs> aisle and scream, lying on the floor. I always wanted Squeeze It. My my parents every once in a blue moon would let me have one. Yeah, that's, that's why. Because you um, fit. They let me have high C though, and that turned out good. Um, so uh, okay, it's yeah, I would say I, I would say yes. I, I would say it's, but isn't like, uh, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I'd say it's like, yeah, it's a, it's it's one of this those. This movie tries it's one of desperately those, to have like deep themes and fails miserably. And the plot gets really convoluted, like yes. totally unnecessarily convoluted. And like, where you're like, but yeah, but. But why? Why are they introducing us to Tilda Swinton unless the, unless she's going to be important later in the movie? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, she's behind, she's helping with this, isn't she? Like, and like, they literally why, show why a picture have... of a long haired blonde angel stabbing, almost stabbing someone. Why do with we a, have? With a sword why do we or a keep spear? cutting back to this guy walking across the desert, bringing the spear? So that he can just sort of die pointlessly because it gives us the spear. Let's go Why back not just even further. Have the Why spear is the show spear up? of destiny in this movie? Period. Because the spear of destiny. Yeah, but like it, it, they don't explain it. First of all, you know what really bums me out about this movie? I'm gonna start from the opening credits. The okay. opening credits do the, like you know, oh, it's crumbling hell, like oh, yeah, with, with like, and then it cuts to a black scene of like the spear of destiny is a oh, yeah. That's it's like no, you can't do that. You can't I, start I the movie like, with this visual look and then change it to black. And then go like, I oh, feel now like, the movie's starting. I feel like maybe that happened because of because of executive involvement, because people are Probably. like, yeah, I don't understand this part. Just put just put some text on the screen that explains it. Yeah, well, for those of you who don't know what the spear of destiny is, <clears throat> the spear of destiny is the uh, spear that pierced Jesus Christ on the cross. Uh, it was known for many years to be in possession of the Nazi Party, and now resides, I believe, in France. I think somebody found it or they might found or one like it um or like a cast of it or something they have they would believe it looks like uh but yeah it's believed that uh, it's kind of like the ark of the covenant that any army who has it will be super powerful yes. and 
and take over the world. Obviously, it worked out really well for Hitler. Yeah, it's it's it not really so in the Bible at all. No, so. it's 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 it's. But there is a but there's like a lot of like Netflix World War II documentaries oh, about yeah, yeah. Hitler's secret treasures. Like in that, yeah, of course, that's the only reason I knew what the Spear of Destiny was. I'm like, I don't need this screen. Pretty sure Continue. that I've seen like a History Channel documentary. I'm pretty it. sure yeah, that's absolutely. what it was. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's what the Spear of Destiny is, and it's it plays a pretty prominent role in this movie. Um, but uh, it, I, I thought really, I like, was for sure I that like I, I was for sure that was going to be the MacGuffin. Yeah, like I, somehow I that was going to say tie like that's together. the MacGuffin. But but, it's but then not. they just sort of like, well, here it is. Oh, Alrighty, <laughs> this guy's going to walk with it for a long way. And, He's going to kill some going to kill some grade A American beef on the way there. Just, just, just by walking it. by him. Yeah. yeah, I was like, how many burgers were wasted? So many delicious steaks and burgers that we could have eaten, but now, no. Now I'm hungry for lunch or no. dinner or whatever time it is. <laughs> there was also, by the way, a lot of Donald Trump jokes of, that guy just jumped over that wall. Like, this, this makes sense <laughs> when Matt and I were watching it. So oh, no. I only feel yeah, comfortable we, saying that because it was just so The ridiculous. debate was yesterday. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, Was it? Uh, <laughs> what are days anymore? What is time? <laughs> Um, so time so, is a flat circle. Duh. Uh, of course. Uh, so yeah, the MacGuffin. What, do you, what would you say themes mm, in this movie are? I mean, uh, there's there's like this really heavy handed like faith. God, redemption. there's a really heavy faith. There's a really heavy theme of like doing something for others, like the idea of like self sacrifice and selflessness. Well, and and I think it's like it it ties into like. But even in the end, to that earn doesn't your way to heaven. Yeah, but even in the end, like that selfless act. He knew what was going to happen. He's not dumb. Yeah, I love that bit. He knew that he... It's actually my favorite part of the movie. So, like, he tricked God and Satan into thinking he was being selfless, when in in reality, he wasn't. He He wasn't being selfless, but at the same time, it was a selfless act. Even if he did it selfishly, it's 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 that's that's how the logic works in this movie. Yeah, and it's that's that, that that's not real life logic. No. If I was like, it's hey, okay. I bought you this present Luckily, in, in the hopes that you would say thank you and give me a pat on the head and say I'm a good boy. Luckily, uh, this isn't actually how those of us who do believe in 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 God and stuff like that. This isn't actually how it works. If you do, really? if you watch oh, this movie and you think oh to yourself like, oh yeah yeah, like I can get behind this as a system of belief, like. This no, like that's problematic. Like not, that's not a why. <laughs> why What's why, wrong with you? Why would that be what you took away from it? I don't know. You never know, man. You never oh, know with people. Man, oh my god. Um, but <laughs> I, so let's talk about the action scenes, man. There's, if hey, if there's I, the hey, one. You know what? If I go walk around smoking cigarettes, having sweet tattoos on my arm with a cross gun, and they're like, "Hey, buddy, you're getting into heaven." That cross gun's like, pretty sick. Sweet. Where do I sign? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the way that hell looks in this movie. I guess they based it on uh, nuclear test footage. I do like of of things yeah. being hit by that wave. Just, oh yeah, just sort of. Con- I, I like. The, exactly I do like, like the concept cool. of that. That I do like the concept of heaven and hell in this. Is that that like Earth is in the middle of like two dimensions that look exactly the same. Oh yeah, yeah. and that hell is just like a, a wasteland of oh, our just world. Like the crappy version. And then and then and then like uh, heaven is like the like Superman metropolis without yeah. any villains version. Yeah, yeah. That's what heaven looks like at the end. Heaven is Krypton. By the way, I was yeah. really bummed out because I knew and I knew this movie. This is what instantly dated the movie for me. And it's because of shared universes. John Constantine calls Shia LaBeouf his Robin. Oh yeah. But you know, in these movies, now people are like, oh my God, does that mean Batman? Batman, they live in the same universe as Batman? Yeah. Now, back then, it's like, oh yeah, like Batman, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in Batman and Robin where where George Clooney's like, this is why Superman works alone. You're like, oh man, are we going to see Superman? No. no. We're just going to say his name because people enjoy but Superman. But Uma Thurman's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> One day, we're going to watch that. No. I love that dang movie. <laughs> it's so dumb. Is Uma Thurman the Tilda Swinton of the 90s? 
No, because Uma th- people thought that she looked ladylike and attractive. No, that's fair. I would argue. I would okay. I would argue that. Yeah. All right. Um. So, what other themes? Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a big theme of like belief. There's a big theme of like embracing who you are. There's a big theme of like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, redemption, redemption, uh, suicide, getting, getting, getting what's coming to you. Yeah, even, even if it sucks. Yeah, yeah, suicide's bad. That's also in there. Yeah. Uh, also, we we actually endorse that here on Super Action Bros. Suicide <laughs> is bad. Please don't kill yourself. If, if you feel if you feel like you can't make it, call like Google Suicide Hotline and call somebody. Yeah, I uh, I almost did during this movie. It was that bad. I'm that's not an okay <laughs> joke. Well, come on. You just got to take it way down. I got to take it back. All right. No. Uh, uh, so don't kill yourself. Yeah. Kill, there, there's, there's always a reason to keep going. This so message brought to you by John Constantine. Yeah. So let's talk about Richard the action Weiss. scenes. Mm. Scenes. Um, there's the one with the, the demon in the mirror. It's kind of. There's you know, not there's really action. a lot of action in that. I mean, there there's is, the lobby scene. There the isn't end. until the very end of the movie, and even yeah. then, the climax isn't that like fighting action pack. It's it's in the Angels and Demons movies. That's another caveat of the Angels yeah. and Demons movies. It's most, First of all, somebody's of somebody's angry. wings are going to get cut off. Yeah, oh yeah, which happens in yeah, this movie absolutely. But like, there's a lot of like really strong people holding down other people. That's like true. that happens a lot in these movies. Um, there is some chasing. A lot of people get pulled through walls. Oh yeah, well, and stuff. Just the one. Yeah, just just Rachel Weisz. Well, but I mean, there's it's a lot, a of, lot like, of wall walls. destruction. It's a lot of walls. There's yeah. a lot of like wall destruction and build property damage. Yeah, uh, there's there's parts very expensive and, and there's parts that are like. Here's the thing with with these with the movies that we watched this month. A lot of these there are going to be some action sequences, but a lot of them try to like, and this one especially try to like shoehorn horror into the action sequences. Yeah, like. Like oh, where you're a- not sure if it's a horror or an action sequence that's coming up, like when all the demons are around, all the lights go out, and you're like, oh man, is he gonna like? He has something on his fist. Is he gonna like punch some demons in the face? Like just like fight through a bunch of them? No, he just lights this thing on fire and all the demons explode. Yeah. But it's meant to be scary for that one moment where and it should, pops out at you. But it's not like a jump scare, but no. it's just sort of like there's a, a jump scare in this movie though. There is. Uh, yeah, remember when he's a little kid on the bus? Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, here it comes. Boom. <laughs> there's a couple of jump scares I called because I'm like I've seen. It's it's like it's it's not any scarier than an episode of The Walking Dead. No, no. Maybe maybe me less scary than that. Yeah, I mean the only th- I, I the mean only, the, the, the only the, reason this would be scary. basically the demons when they get hit with holy water they look vaguely zombie. The, on- the only and reason then you shoot them with a magic gold gun. The only reason if this would be scary to you gold is if bullets. you're like a seven to nine year old child and you believe and you believe in Christianity and you believe in all that and someone's like this is what it could look like and you're like that's what it is like when I was a kid yeah. and my dad let me watch the omen when I was 10 yeah. years old that was a choice <laughs> I was yeah, like maybe don't do that yeah maybe don't do that I was like Parents. dad is that what's gonna be like and of course my dad <laughs> said yes <laughs> um, of course yes he's here already maybe you're him no <laughs> jeez <laughs> I didn't I didn't you know, I didn't up, see your man. mom give birth to you so <laughs> Maybe you came from a he jackal. Didn't. No, I'm sure he did. Oh, man, <laughs> I, I was there for all three of mine. I caught the last one. <laughs> it, was, it was on its way. Whoa, hey, slippy. Um, uh, yeah, they are pretty slippery. <laughs> yeah, I was are. pretty freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a towel. I don't want to drop this baby. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, more blood in that situation than in this movie. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's not really violent. Yeah, no, no, I a mean, lot like, of the yeah, violence is violence, more implied. I mean, but it's not like it's not like the... People's guts are exploding all over. Not like no, Watchmen, where people's guts some, are hanging from the ceiling. There's some guts. 
Yeah. But, but not a lot of guts. Yeah, not really. So it's a minimal amount. So that guy gets, that guy, like a bug yeah. crawls out of his eye. The part's so, pretty gross. So why does this plot get so convoluted? Because what, what it turns out is that, let, let, let's kind of get, to, let's, sure, let's, let's, sure. Uh, let's talk about that. Tear it apart. So the plot is Satan's son is me- it doesn't want to wait around for revelation to yeah. happen. So he's like, I'm going to jumpstart this and come up early. And by the way, we never meet Satan's son. He's well, just yeah. a CGI character. Clearly, Satan's son doesn't understand how like no. causality works, no. and like if something's been anyway. Um, so and why had... wasn't his name like <laughs> this movie uh, was doing it right? Why wasn't like Sesage or something like that? It's like what? It's Jesus spelled backwards. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's or or like they they anagram Jesus Christ. Dumb. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something similarly dumb. Why wasn't that a thing? Um, uh, so, but so like, he wants to come back, and so he needs the spear of destiny because it has Jesus' blood on it, and he needs a powerful psychic, and then also an angel, mm-hmm. in that order. And so, but the thing that's really convoluted is like you're like, why is this angel? Why is Tilda Swinton helping this happen? And her, her reason is, you get God's. It's it's the same reason I've seen in a lot of movies too. You get God's love unconditionally because you are human. It's the same thing that it's literally ripping off dogma. Does yeah. has anyone uh-huh. called Kevin Smith and been like, this is know. literally what's probably. happening? Probably, and he's which, like, yeah, but this movie didn't do very well. So. Yeah, but he's it's like literally ripping off that plot point, which is like God loves all of you, and we are just His servants, and we are like treated garbagey. Yeah. You are not deserving of His love, and the only way we can we can let you be noble and let you step up is to destroy the world you is, live in. Yes. Yeah, to make your life suck. And then you will, pre- you will step up above and be yeah. worthy of God's love. But until that time, you are a bunch of whiners. Yeah. Oh man. It's I like how we've talked about, not about John Constantine. John Constantine's like this weird cipher that just kind of walks through this he, movie. He's Keanu Reeves. He exists to Ugh. smoke cigarettes and to punch things. In this movie, yeah. In this movie, it's all he does. Nowadays, they'd be like, "Can he eat like a? Can he eat like a like a sucker instead? Like Han?" They'd be like, "Can he eat chips? <laughs> Just do something with his hands." Um, but it pays off in the end because he's dying of cancer the whole movie. Yeah, I then, think that's probably the only reason they let him. Let and him then, do as it. he's being pulled into heaven for you know sacrificing himself, and the devil says, "No, no, no, you're not, you're not dead yet." And pulls the okay, pulls the tumors out of his body. I guess now's a good time as any sure, to bring up yeah, the, well, the, the John Constantine best bit. So. He's sacrificing himself, and it turns out Rachel Weiss's sister committed suicide, kind of not on her own volition, kind of. Yeah. They weren't ever really... They never, yeah, but so, it's basically so, to get Rachel Weiss involved in this whole situation. So basically, John Constantine tries to kill himself. The devil's like, hey, you're killing yourself again. I'm going to come take your soul this time. You're dying. He was like, yeah, but your son's trying to come back in the other room over there. You might want to go check that out. And he's like, hey, thanks for tattling on my son. What can I do for you? Like he's all send that cool. send that lady's it's sister to heaven. to heaven. He's like, he's like all right, done. Sure. Okay. And he's like, so, all right. And in the beginning, they're like, well, John, in order for you to atone, you have to do a selfless act. You never do anything selfless. And so yeah. Satan's like, all right, dragging you to hell now. Literally drags him to hell. They're starting to do that. And then he can't move anymore. And all of a sudden, he starts moving up Going into this towards light. the light. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, can this movie be any worse and cheesy than it is? And, and then, all of a sudden, in the best moment, he's like, no, no. The devil's like, no, what? No, what's happening? And John Constantine's floating. And he just, you just see him flip the bird. At at the devil. At the devil, and you're oh, like such a good shot. That and he's John. smiling at him and flipping the bird. <laughs> and and you get it you get it from the perspective of I John wanna... Constantine looking back. You also get it from the perspective of Peter Stormare Satan. It's great. It's such a good shot. It's such a it's it's the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. It's 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 the most John Constantine moment in this yeah. movie. 
And then it turns out that Devil's like, nope, you're going to stay here on Earth. And I'm going to pull out all the cancer, cancer out, out of his lungs. So, yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, John Constantine's chewing gum. Yep. <laughs> and he almost but doesn't kiss Rachel Weisz. Yeah. That happens a couple times in this movie. Yeah, but, but most at the end. He also he also kind of drowns her for a little bit at one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she has to have a for uh, reasons, a, she, but well, no, they. I, I, yeah, there is a plot it, reason because you have to kind of like almost die almost die to go into hell. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, but uh, but but uh, what's his name? There Shia is, Buff's already there is one good action sequence I just forgot about. What? It's when all those demons that are on, like the okay, let's talk about that. This brings sure. us to the half breed point that yeah. I wanted to bring up. Okay, because um, I think we're running out of steam. So and all the demon, all the demons are hanging out, ready for 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 well, son of Satan to come back. Let's back up for a second. Sure. So John Constantine uses this phrase in the movie multiple times: half breed. And pretty much what it means is it's an angel or demon that is just like in human form on Earth. I, I think that it's not. I think that there's like a lot more behind it that they don't explain. I think it's supposed to be like basically a half human, half demon. See, okay, now I, I feel like I feel like that's what they wanted it to be, but then yeah. it just became, oh no, well they're demons that are on Earth and I can deport them back to hell, basically. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was originally even more convoluted, and then somebody, a script doctor, was like, well, wh- what's all this? Cut all this out. And then yeah. they forgot to find and replace half breed with something else. Yeah, and and, and that just seems dumb to me. It's like, well, when you call, like you know, I don't know, like like it just seems like they're like on a visitor pass. Yeah. Like that's kind. Of, they can't really interfere with anything, but they're just hair hanging out. Yeah. Like that makes sense. That's fine. There's other movies that do that all the time. That's the only reason I can kind of gather. But he keeps calling them half breeds. I'm like, it's, it's like, weird. And then he said, "Well, I call them half breeds." I'm like, "Did you just make that up because you don't have any term for a good, better term script Probably. writer?" Yeah. So okay. Half breeds is not exactly a great term. No, it's to not. Use. It's um, problematic. No. Uh, so, but there is a point where all these demons who are like know about like you know the Antichrist coming or whatever it is, Gary coming early. Yeah. They're like all hanging out, and then they make the whole the water in the sprinkler system holy water. That's such a good bit. And then, and, and then, then John Constantine's like, "I'm going to deport you all back to no, hell." No. John Constantine just walks into the room where they all are. Yeah, you are in grabs, violation. Grabs a chair, stands on it. Opens up his huge gold Zippo and lights it. And he's like, hey. And then the sprinkler system goes off. And then one of them goes, holy water. And then starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he just decides to, like, I guess when you expose these demons to holy water, then they're more susceptible to, like, to bullets. Like, they look like and- zombies. And then you use bullets made out of gold melted from, from uh, you know, magical fragments and then yeah. you can shoot them yeah and then there's was one point With the, especially if the gun is also gold and shaped like a cross yeah and I go, this yeah. there's a couple fight scenes we missed we talked didn't talk about the fight scene where that random like weird like bug demon oh, yeah. thing comes on the street and yeah, you fight him weird. on the road it's weird strange comes out of nowhere yeah and um, very computery in yeah a, in a kind of dumb way and there's all these little weapons that are used one time in the movie yeah <laughs> that are never spoken of again um and, there's a scene uh, where he punches Gavin Rosdale a bunch of times. Yeah, satisfying. Yeah, screw that guy. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but the scene the scene where the water's coming down. It's it's a very you know it's, it's a very, it reminds me very very much of like a low budget version of the first Blade movie we watched yeah. where he goes into like that vampire nightclub and oh, so it's yeah, like just taking him out. Well, yeah, it's 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 like it feels like consciously referencing that scene, mm-hmm. and he's basically just like we got slow motion, we got water, and he's blasting people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's and it. And then they they land and turn to dust or guts or whatever. Yeah, or just like I don't know, they yeah. look like like broken porcelain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good. It's it's. They were like, oh well, we know Keanu can do this scene well. Yeah, scene where he true. enters the lobby of a building <laughs> and kills a lot of people with that's, guns. That's very true. That's something he's well known for. I don't know. Like honestly, I don't think. I think it's a a like a 
perfectly C-grade movie. Yeah. It's just the only thing that, to me, makes it even worse is the fact that they put John Constantine's name on it. Yeah. And it's not like it's like we wrote this other It's like, you know what it reminds me of? and But I would say the other movie's better. It's like the, the Bourne Legacy. Remember when we watched the Bourne Legacy? Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, this is related to Jason Bourne, we promised. Like, that's what this feels like for John Con- Oh, this is John Constantine, we promised. Like, is it though? Hey, no, it's not. I mean, the character's named that, but I don't see anything that's related to the comics other than these two character names and maybe the angel guys. Yeah. But like, it's it, like in the Bourne Legacy, it was, oh, this is in the same universe as Bourne. You're not going to see Jason Bourne, but this is related, we promise. Like, feels like this was another script that you just wanted to throw Jason Bourne and into. You just put his name on, on it. it. Yeah, and that's, the, that's how this movie feels it also. Feel, it feels like this is, Absolutely. doesn't feel like this is a Constantine movie. It feels like this is an angels versus demon movie where you needed a human guy in the middle and we heard about this comic book character we can use. It's actually just like the movie iRobot, which this movie has, you know, which is also a, yeah, we wrote a script and then we're like, well, we've, we've got... The license to use Isaac Asimov's iRobot. Let's just slap it on there and yeah. boom, there. Same thing. But I think actually iRobot's better than this. I do too. So. But I, but I feel like this is the perfectly cromulent. Like if you need it's like a, a vaguely scary, pretty fun, you don't have to pay a super a lot of attention to yeah, movie. Like you could C. watch it. I, I mean, it's not like it's not really really bad. But it, I mean, here's the thing that makes it really bad. It's two hours long. Yeah, it's super convoluted. Because like the point where you're like, okay, the movie's almost done. You're like half hour. What do we have? What do we need to half well, hour? What could possibly more? happen in half an hour? <laughs> is what is Satan going to come and John yeah. Constantine's going to flip him off? That's no, there's no way that's going to happen. That's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happens. And um, then there's a stinger scene. There, there is. Oh, I didn't stick around for that. You one. didn't? No, it was the stinger scene. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is an angel now. Oh, neat. That's it. He doesn't say anything. He just is sort of standing on his grave after John Constantine puts the gold lighter and said, you did good, Chaz. And he flies up and that's it. So wait, does John Constantine see him as no, an angel? No, he doesn't. I didn't stick around for the credits. I was like, bedtime. Going to bed. It's all right. It's... <laughs> It's I'd, for the sequel that never happened. I saw the movie in the theaters and and never since, and I hadn't seen that scene until last night. <laughs> so John Constantine puts the thing on there, and then Shia LaBeouf's just like there, and then flies away. No, John Constantine turns around and leaves, and then Shia LaBeouf's there and flies away. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Makes like sense. maybe he's his guardian angel or something. Oh, something like that. I, I don't know. know. I see. Some I see. crap. Anyway, um, so and he's, but he's he's wearing like the same outfit that Tilda Swinton was like the oh, like the, like the, the dumb baggy cargo pants. And does he the, still have? Does he have the, like cooler hair? Has he got like his even Stevens hair? He's got his even Stevens hair, and he has the oh. sleeveless shirt that has like little leathered strings hanging off of it for no reason. Yeah. And he's wearing all white, and his eyes are shiny. That's one thing that, that we didn't mention is that anytime they show like a like an evil person like behind the camera they were shooting they were holding a red light so their eyes are affecting red yeah. every time they show like a good like a angel person behind the camera they're holding a white light and their eyes are reflecting white it's a cute trick it looks neat yeah um it's you know clever so all right well what, what do we, what do we want to rate this then out of out of 10 uh, i don't know you go first <sighs> You always, you always complain that I take the that I take the good stuff. No, so, so no, I'm to. I'm probably gonna say it's like a four. Like it's not like yeah. it's not like the worst movie I've ever seen. But I don't feel the need to watch it again ever. All right. <laughs> like I feel like I mean the only thing I would watch it for is that little like five second flip yep, off sequence. That's, that bit's the best. But part. like I don't know. I don't even know if it's like like other movies we've rated a five. Like I'd rather watch three hundred again than this. And you um, rated that a five last time. I I think I'm gonna I, I think I'll give this one a five. I I All really right. like Peter Stormare as Satan. Yeah, but it's but it's the best five minutes of the movie. Uh, I like Till Swinton and everything. Till Swinton's yeah. getting this. Keanu Reeves always is fun. Uh, you know, it's it's just kind of a middle of the road. I'm gonna give it five um, five rooms above a bowling alley, 
that are just, bo, bo, bo. That are just, just the walls are lined with five gallon jugs full of holy water. Yes. That's uh, five, five of those. Fair enough. Five of those rooms. I'm going to give it four, but I'm going to give it four. Let's see. What am I going to give it four of? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give it four little, like little pieces of metal that shoot out fire that seem really awesome, but are only used once in the oh, yeah, movie the dragon, to no effect. Dragon's breath. Yep. Fire. I was born of this. All right. Stop talking. Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> no, stop. Stop trying to act. Yeah. Uh, so blockbuster, lackluster i think it's a blockbuster uh, i think we're gonna have to be split on this That's i would fine. say lackluster but right, i would say like right, listen right. if you're at a halloween party and you don't want something too scary yeah sure. playing in the background but i wouldn't say this like this is a playing in the background yes movie. absolutely like this i could not I, sit down and watch but play it in the background i, I could have I, I i i was working from home yesterday and i didn't watch it while i was working from home but i i after watching it i absolutely could have this is a movie that you could play in the background of a halloween party and it would successfully convey the atmosphere that you need if the atmosphere is Spoopy. it's 2005 and rap rock is still great. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, okay. Um, all right. Well, that is going to do us for uh, for Constantine. That is the show. That is week one of uh, Monster Mash Monttober Three Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go, we want to give you a preview of the movie we're watching next time. We're jumping full in to sequels now. Right. We're watching. We're finishing up the trilogy. Ryan. I'm excited because I haven't seen this. We're going to be watching Blade Trinity. <sighs> so for those of you who are wondering at home, yes, this is the one with Ryan Reynolds. Yes, it. this is the one. And Every by the way, time I'm like, oh, I have to watch the third Blade movie. Oh, is I, that the one with Ryan spoil, Reynolds? Can I spoil it a little bit for you? Ryan Reynolds is in it. Can I spoil it a little bit for you? More than that. Imagine Blade fights Dracula. Perfect. Because that's what's going to happen. And Ryan Reynolds is in it. Yes, he is. Um, so and uh, what's her butt? Uh, you know, the seventh heaven girl. Oh, um, her. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to wait till next week to find out which one. Jessica Biel. That's the one. Um, all right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Constantine and join us next time for Blade Trinity. And remember, whether it's Blackbuster or Lackbuster, we're, we're the, the super, super action bros. bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.